Here we go. Time after time, guys. Welcome in. We are back at you in our five love languages series. My name is Chris. I am Cindy, and this is the F-Tub Life, F-T-U-P Life. Check us out on ftuplife.com, Faith, Family, Fitness. All in a fixer-upper. In a fixer-upper. So if you guys are paying attention, uh, we'll take some pictures at some point, throw our drywall up on the uh, socials. That way you can actually check out some progress. Slow. Super. Slow progress. Super finicky with that, but hey. It's, it's, it's at least moving forward. That's right. You handyman out there, you appreciate that. Right. All right, so Let's do it the right way. We are in our five love languages series. We are hopefully right. you all have bought the book and you all have decided to read it together. Together, that's so the key. There is Ooh, no together, bitterness. little innuendo for what's to come. Yep, togetherness. Togetherness. So, guys, last podcast was love language number one. That was sin. Words of affirmation. Yes, words of affirmation, which I think my girl over here actually wrote like a little video. I did. I don't know. Gave if me some words. I don't know if I've posted that yet or not. I'm trying, <laughs> right? I am trying so very hard with the words of affirmation. Sorry, it is like, I'm proud of you. I feel it. it. Okay, good. I feel the appreciation. I am working on that. And now we were on... Um, yeah, so now, guys, we're in love language number two. And that is what we're going, or what Mr. Dr. Chapman here calls quality Quality time. time. I got a lot to say about that. Quality time. Yeah, this may be this podcast may run a little longer because uh, it's a little longer chapter, but it's still an easy read, and I have quite a bit of notes. I know so does Cindy. So, um, yeah, we'll just kind of jump right into it, guys. So, welcome in. So, so ho- hopefully, you got the book. Hopefully, you're reading it together. My first takeaway so, from quality time is right, gonna, right from the get go. Right from the get go was undivided attention. Right. And I think that like I had to analyze a little bit of myself in this because I really didn't think quality time was my love language. But as I've pondered a lot of what was said, I believe I was wrong. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, So like we had a little epiphany there or something. Yeah. um, Because Chris Chris and I are together a lot now. Like we work together all the time and. We're together probably more than most couples. More I would, than most couples. I would think. 100%. Yeah, and, I would think so. But that doesn't mean that the whole time is quality time. Um, this is true. So I liked the fact that it was talking about undivided attention. Well, and on that, the I can tell you this, and Sydney and I have actually had this discussion, this exact discussion is, so if you guys are into, I don't know, Netflix or documentaries or movies or shows or whatever, whatever your jam is as a couple, so ask yourself, look at each other and literally, and this is where I kind of had to reason out, like with your undivided attention, is if you're sitting on the couch watching TV, this is how he opens up the chapter, which I completely, it got me, right, is, okay, if you're sitting on the couch watching television or watching shows or whatever the case, is that quality time? Like, is that truly quality time? Because no, it's not because like you're giving your attention to each other. That's what he was saying. It was really interesting because it said, you're going to watch a show together, or are you going to give each other 20 minutes of life? Of life, yes. Yeah, I got that down, too. Because in that, I think he actually uses the word proximity. Like, I know that may be a little, I may be jumping ahead a little bit here, but the, like, you know, I think it makes complete sense because... You know, you could be, uh, and I, I, I would just assume, you know, when it comes to athletics, 
you know, that, um, you know, my man's watching his sports team or whatever the case, his well, wife's we talking to this. him. We yeah, we went through this. But there's a, you know, from, from my perspective, there were still times to where, well, yeah, girl, we're together. Well, like, we got that time together, although I'm watching University of Louisville basketball. So well, like, even before then, like, so it talked about dating couples versus married couples when you're out to dinner and you're on a date. And if you look at I those that, that as well. dating, yeah. they're having conversations. And those that have probably been together longer are all on their phones. And I thought that was interesting. Phones, yeah. But back to what Chris was saying about sitting together, like if I'm having a conversation with him and he used to watch ESPN and he would watch the same thing over and over and over. Like same all 30 day, minutes. Same 30 minutes all day <laughs> long. But if I was talking to him in the middle of him doing that, he didn't recollect any of it. and right. But yet would be acknowledging me through the conversation. Sure. So and we were still together, and we were still together. I mean, come on, but there was still we're still in the same proximity, same was, room. That was not quality time. In fact, not it probably, quality time. It made things a little worse. And you can and you can plug in. I, I actually underline the same thing, girl. But you know, and I know it's always easy to turn to sports, like especially for men. That's an easy like uh, I don't know excuse or whatever the case. But like you can plug in anything. Well, it's like you could plug about, in your children, you could plug in yeah. hobbies, you know, whatever your hobby is, you can plug in anything into that. You know what I'm saying? That that takes your attention, especially when it comes to if you're if you're looking for that quality time. Well, what he said was togetherness versus proximity. Right. So Chris and I are in the proximity of each other all the time. That doesn't necessarily there are some days where we'll work together all day and haven't had a single conversation. Well, and he has that. no idea what's going on in my life. Yeah, true that. Yeah, agree. Yeah. I think, don't you think, oh, yeah, come on. So, like, especially if, like, reverse our marriage back, you know, 15 years ago to where, and our we've had a previous podcast on this, to where you're just high-fiving each other on the way out. Oh, yeah. One's going, one's coming, one's, one's taking kids here, one's taking the other children here, and then there's, the, you meet up in the evening, you eat, go to bed, get up, do the same thing, yeah. high-five. And when you're you when you're like at a kid's game, even though you're in what the same proximity, you are not. It's not quality time. I, I Sitting don't there think watching so. a game, your it is. Game. You know what? And, and we could argue this. Like you know, if you guys are listening and you're like, well, I don't know. You know, my husband and I are at the soccer game together. Well, good. You should be. There but is that's there, not quality time. That's correct. necessarily going to improve your marriage. That you're is rooting on this. Yeah. Your child. Would you agree? That is time together, for sure. It's not quality time. But it's not quality time. Yeah. Yeah. Like Cindy alluded to earlier, which I have this highlighted, is when you do that, you are giving, you're giving life to that, to your person. Yeah. You're giving Like that 20 minutes, that 30 minutes, that hour that you cannot get back, you have given your life, that undivided attention to your spouse. Yeah. So it's pretty imperative, guys. I thought, I thought it was pretty good. So the, uh, especially when it comes to, uh, he actually gets in here and he's like, you know, Basically, what makes one person feel loved emotionally is not always the thing that makes the other person feel loved emotionally. Yeah. Which is where, where which, the love languages come into play. Correct. Which which kind of has brought us from words to quality where, time to where we're at now. Like quality time. Then we'll get into some of the, uh, he kind of breaks it back down, but it's, I think it's pretty good. So, so at least at least at this point. I don't know where you're at in his notes, but I'm moving on to mine. Um. It talks about, you know, it goes back into how there's this big realm of options within your um, love language. And so we're talking about quality time. Well, that is also quality conversation. 
So mm. that's, I thought was very, that's when I started redirecting yeah. some things because I don't know if it's necessarily quality time, but it was definitely quality of conversation with me. Um, it talked about words of affirmation are what we say and, and quality conversation is what we are hearing. Hearing, ooh, yeah. And mm. so we, like, we went out to dinner last night and we were having a discussion before the other couple got there with us and um, he didn't remember part of our conversation. And it, it upset me a little bit because I'm like, okay, so you acknowledged me and you talked about it, but it wasn't important enough for you to retain it so that we could have another conversation about it. And then I realized that upset me, and it did because I am possibly a quality conversation person, which is why I used to get upset over when you were watching ESPN and wouldn't listen and weren't well, listening. Indeed. So that that to me was a little bit of my revelation. I thought, and guys, I I let's we're gonna get super vulnerable here. I think. So last night before dinner, we were, you know, uh, there was a point to where Cindy was like, hey, you know, you told me you remembered. Now you're saying you don't. So, you know, it hurts my feelings. Were you even listening to me in the first place? So, and I, I thought we handled it really well, honey. Oh, yeah. I really we, did. It, it, didn't, it wasn't like a fight. No, no, no. We, it wasn't a fight. Listened. But there was still, uh, you know, it could have turned into a fight. I mean, everything can yeah, at I some mean, point with, could have. with anybody, right? Like, it can go yeah, one like, of two oh ways. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you, <laughs> could, yeah take, you know, take a little mole. Like, what they say? Take a little mole, he'll turn into a mountain. Yes. But, like, and I'm going to I'm gonna read this here, then I'll explain my thoughts. Because where Cindy's alluding to in the book here, this quality, this quality of conversation like where she just read about hearing, if you continue to go down a couple sentences, he literally says, "It what what does hearing mean? That means I will focus on drawing you out, listening sympathetically to what you have to say. I will ask questions not in a badgering or condescending way, right? And then, so here's what here's what's important to me, especially in quality conversation. And I think um, hopefully men will kind of adhere to this is. There's a genuine desire to understand your thoughts is and that, your feelings and your but desires. Time out. I think I think you're ahead of yourself. Actually, no, it's right here, baby. Is, it, right is it after the story though, of where the wife was coming in and she was telling her about like? Is it after the story? Uh, about is that the Betty Joe from Little Rock? No. Yeah, because so that's the this, intro. No, there's this yeah. wife and she comes home every day and oh, she's been to yes. No, that's before. Okay. Yeah, before that's before. That, yeah, that's alluding up here. into that. Yes. Because I think that actually has yes. to do with more of that situation. Possibly, but that does allude to hearing. So let's let's get back into what happened last night because I think this will help couples. Yeah. So, which I appreciate this. I as as a husband, I appreciate this more than you know. When my wife looks at me and says, "Hey." You know, you not remembering hurts my feelings. Like, I feel like you told me here a day or two or three ago, whatever it was, like, you told me that you remembered. Like, you told me, like, you literally were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then when we get here, it's like you don't. So, you know, but on the something flip. Something as small as that bothered something, me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that bothered you, and I could see that. But here's. And I encourage women to do this, and I'm just I'm just going to be real. I think there was a point to where you let me talk and explain. It's not that I wasn't, you know, I didn't care, like I didn't hear you. Like sometimes, at least for me, I need that, okay, well, I do remember bits and pieces, 
then when I get to a certain place, it's like, well, do I? So, oh, and then it comes back to me. So then there's this like nostalgic, oh, yes, like I got it. So, but it wasn't like I wasn't listening to you beginning. I heard you. I heard you. I understood, you know, there was a recollection there. You know what I'm saying? So my here's my point. My point is there is a place to where sometimes you need to stop and listen Listen, that's the whole quality conversation thing is listen and draw the other person out. And hearing. The way you know. Well, and going forward, because you were talking about badgering and things like that, I thought you were going into the story of venting. So this is Well, it's right here. It's actually the very next paragraph. Yeah. Yeah. So what he's alluding to is a girl coming home, a wife, and she's having a hard time at work, and she's just expressing it to her husband over and over and over. Like it's just – and he keeps giving her advice. There's what you need to do. And the next day she comes home and – She's like, he's like, did you do what I told you? And she's like, no, this happened, this happened, this happened. And it keeps coming, keeps happening, keeps happening. Yeah, and he gets upset. And like, he gets upset and says, you know what? I told what? you the answer, girl. I told you how to fix this. You're not doing it. So don't complain to me anymore. I don't want to hear about it. Well, they end up divorcing. And he's just like, why couldn't I have just listened? And so what I thought was really interesting, because I will do this sometimes. It's called venting. I call it venting. Right. Yeah, most sometimes, too, yeah. Some, sometimes most. you just want to come home and vent. Just you're not vent. asking for your husband to fix it. You're just saying, <laughs> "Hold me, reassure me." Um, I am. You don't wor- want the solution. I, I am worthy that my time is valuable. <laughs> or re, you know, reevaluate. I am I a kind person? Like that's all I need. I don't need you to tell me how to change things. I'm not asking for advice. I am venting, and at that point, need you to just. Listen. Listen. And, un- and understand. And not badger. Yeah. yeah about the situation or how. Someone understands, yeah. You know, or, you know, and I, I know sometimes that's difficult as spouses because we don't want the other one to be hurt or angry at somebody else's hands. Correct. And so we want to fix that. Especially as a, as a husband, you want to offer up a remedy, solution. a solution. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think that's all spouses because, you know, we, we don't want to see our spouses hurt. Um. So, it, you know, it went through that whole thing, and then it, it went through, like, practical tips that you could do. And Chris is really big on eye contact. Um, that was, like, yeah. the first one. Not the creepy eye contact. Like <laughs> Not there is the staring. A, yeah, there is, like, like, a time frame on that. But but yes. when we're having conversations, like, looking at him, Please look at that. me, yes. Um, it get off, of, guys, get off your phone. Well, even, right, get off that and look at the person. Look at your and loved that, one. That come was on. the next one. It says, don't just listen and do something Man, else. Come Make on. sure you're listening with that's the only thing. And if you can't do that, tell them, look, let me finish this first so that I can give you all my yes. attention. Because there are, there are times to where maybe your job, your vocation, whatever's calling, or it's very super important. Well, then that's when that communication say, is like, second. yeah, hold on a second. Give me a second. I'm going to answer this email. Then I'll put the phone down, and then we'll finish. We'll, yes. we'll get back in our conversation. The third one for is sure. listen to the other person for their feelings throughout their communication. What are they actually feeling? And, and that, I mean, that's okay. Four and five, I think five especially. Number four was observe body language. I think that was interesting. Are they clenching fit, uh, you know, their fist? Are they crying? Are they, you know? I think so. I, I believe that as a couple, I think both parties can discern uh, various actions or various things based on body language. I think that just goes, I think sometimes it goes under the radar and just overlook it. Mm-hmm. Because I do think there are times, even in our marriage, I can tell just by your facial expression or body language or whatever's going on that there's something wrong. 
Oh, yeah. Like, girl, what's wrong? Like, and sometimes I think as men, maybe kind of overlook that. And it's like, well, you know, whatever the case. Five was my favorite. So It said, refuse to interrupt, but here's why I liked it. You know, it said, the goal is is to discover that person's thoughts and feelings, not to defend yourself. I underline that too. Or set the record straight. It's to understand (laughs) and for that person to feel heard. And I think yes. that, especially like when well, we're communicating it, in an argument. And I think there's, oh, yeah, see, that's good. And I from, think quality conversation, for those with, if it's, if it's your love language, I'm learning this just recently. Welcome to my epiphany. If Because if, I didn't think I was a quality time girl. But by reading this, I'm learning that an aspect of that is quality conversation, which I really am about. You're very much quality conversation person. I, yes. Yeah. So learning that. If I'm hurt and I'm a quality conversation girl and I am expressing that well, do you to think, you oh, see, that's and good. you are not hearing my feelings, okay, okay. you're well, defending yourself, that's why I get so upset. So, yeah, so, so here's my question, especially to you and to others. So is that quality conversation, does that only apply when there are hurt feelings? No, that's At that why, point, I need quality, I need you to look at me, I need you to... This is and remind you we're like, having a quality conversation when I'm hurt. Yeah, so because he's good at quality conversations, we try to walk. Like I know it sounds crazy, but we will at work. I'll have you know a 30, 40 minutes, and if he's there, my favorite thing to do is to go outside, and, outside and walk and yeah. walk because especially on pretty days and stuff like that. We of have course. quality conversations. Correct. I think there are moments. There are still moments where we get pulled here, and it's sometimes it's hard. To capture that undivided attention. Oh, yeah. I think that's difficult. And I think in a marriage, I think a super common, super typical argument or agreement or sometimes that can turn into an explosion is, quote, unquote, you don't hear me. Oh, yeah. Like that is a, I mean, we we even had disagreement like last week or whatever, and both of us were saying, you're just not, I mean, you're just not hearing me. Like you're just not hearing me. Okay, well. Here's my here's my take on that. Like there are some times to where there's nothing else going on in the atmosphere in your proximity and you are listening to your partner. But you're defending yourself or you're trying but to set the record straight. You're trying to set the record straight or you're trying to defend yourself, of course. But sometimes in sometimes my way of thinking Well, that's obviously know, not hearing. Is is different from Cindy's way of thinking. And I think there needs to be some sort of, there needs to be this compromise on, because I really think sometimes the underlying issue is what Cindy's perspective is, she thinks is right. 100%. Well, on the same issue, my perspective is maybe a little bit different, but yet I think I'm right. So it's not like a right or wrong. It's the quality conversation comes in where there has to be a... You have to be understanding that person's feelings. And if you're trying, but you can't do that if you're defending yourself. Agreed. Okay. You can't agree. Yes. Now that, I think that's it. Yeah, I no, think no, no, that no. you can come back later. But at the moment, you just need to try to be aware of that person's feelings in it. And I, then I think all the converse like all the upsetness would go away. You've acknowledged okay. now, their feelings and you well, feel hurt. So let, let's stay on this for a second. So especially when it comes to, you know, defending yourself because I think that <laughs> Well, that's a come on, girl. That's a huge problem in marriages. There's a defense. There's a hey, whoa, 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 whoa. 
you know, and then you put up this, the wall comes up and then all of a sudden it's like Jericho, right? You, I mean, you need some prayer and you need some blowing of some trumpets to get the wall to come down. So there's this, as, as a, as a husband, guys, this, you know, the self-defense, like that's, it's hard not to do that. It's difficult. So, I mean, if some guys be like, oh yeah, I don't, okay, yeah, well, good for it, you, bro. He called like, it sympathetic listening. Yes. So I think it's that sign of love in that situation to where maybe your, de- your defensive walls start to come up. Then at that point, there needs to be some sympathy. There needs to be some sort of sympathetic understanding to I'm where there's trying to hear right now. There'll be a time in, in place to explain. Okay. But so how do you, not, so how as a wife, how do you differentiate explanation from justification? Well, Oh. Because sometimes justification is a, well, okay, I don't need you to justify what you're doing, especially when it comes to quality time, quality conversation. Defending yourself and justifying are the same thing sometimes. I think they can be they, relatable, they of course. Both, and if we're just talking about conversations, all I'm just trying yeah. to get you to say is, or hear, right, that's the word, is that when that happens, it and that's what causes the problem because that person does not feel heard. That person does not feel heard. If you if you said sin, what you just said hurt my feelings, and I just completely told you why I said it, and that you know this and that, you wouldn't feel heard at all. You would feel heard if I was like, okay, you know, I love you with all my heart, and give you a big hug, and then say, you know, I'm I'm sorry, and then maybe when things are in a different position, it's been forty five minutes, I'd be like, you know, I, I said this because of that. Not that it was right, and I will monitor that again. But in that moment, if I didn't acknowledge your feelings and be compassionate and just, you know, try to make you feel loved, then it would be nothing but a defense. And it would be, I would be, you know, making excuses. And that's when, and so, and if we go, and and some of y'all may not be conversation or may not be quality time. I think it can benefit all marriages, though, this one, you yeah, know. For sure, yeah, 100%. I don't think, and it's just me, and I, I think that's just, this is where he actually talks about personality. He actually talks yeah, about personality times. Yeah, but before we hit that, before we hit that, the because I think that, or maybe we need to go in, that's where we're kind of going into here with personality types. Like if you said something, if you said something, and it really hurt my feelings, a lot of the times – and I'm going to include most men. So if it's not you, that's fine. But I would say you just kind of repress that. It's like, eh, no big deal. Then maybe we'll bring it up later if something else comes up, if we were, if, if we even remember it. So, but as a man, if you can literally look at your wife or your, you know, in your relationship and say, hey, uh, that just hurt my feelings. That's impressive. Like, that's a huge step. That's a huge well, step. Well, it goes so into like, understand. this is what I put, understanding why um conversations and communication is so hard for some people like i think that i wouldn't even say men i would say all people Just because people. he talks yeah. about it it's a lot of times how you were raised and i got to thinking like my mother truly encouraged me to communicate how i felt and what my feelings were after my parents separated which i believe i was right at 7 
I mean, she was constantly, constantly, how are you feeling? Like, tell me what you're feeling. Are you angry? Are you sad? Are you like push, push, push? And it was great. And that's influenced you. It has influenced me greatly because I had a parent who taught me how to over communicate. And then I had another parent who under communicated to me. Indeed. The, yeah, see, so that's even better because. Like for me, we always in my, the way in, you know, my childhood, we always communicated like through my father, there was much love and hugs and kisses. And, you know, my mother's, it was more words of affirmation, but was it communication? Words of affirmation are not Uh, communication. No, no, they're not. Well, it's not that quality. The reason I say that is because I don't see a lot of communication in your, your family. Like, when we got together, you were not a communicator. No. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's, man, that's You tough. are now, which is what's so funny watching you with your family. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think there was a lot of, uh, what would you call that? Like You don't need you feelings. Already, you already knew it. Things yeah, are fine. So it's like, yeah, things are good. So it, you, know. you don't need to talk about your feelings. That's the way it is. That was the way it was. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's hard to look back and see that and just kind of go, ooh. Like, yeah, so I don't, there's. But it's good to know now because like is. like you said, saying you hurt my feelings. Well, my gosh, like when I was growing up, everything was hurting my feelings and everybody was going to know it. Like you right. hurt my feelings, you hurt my feelings, yeah, that hurt and, my feelings. Yeah. And you know, and there's. And, <laughs> and there, Chris was like, it hurt your feelings. Yeah, like what, <laughs> you know, and there's still, like we still jump into that struggle with a, well, I mean, that hurts your feelings? What? Well, instead like, of what? being open communication, and it's a whole chapter about learning how to t- speak to someone about your feelings and your emotions because it helps the other one. So, like, with Chris, like, he was right. If I hurt his feelings, he would never tell me. He would just kind of be mean or rude. I would just, just, just kind of shut down and get cold. Yeah, and I'm like, much, yeah. what is wrong with you? Yeah. You know? Where, yeah, I think that's a defense mechanism. Truthfully, I think that was just a... You never learned to I communicate it. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I just, okay, well, whatever, then I'll just shut down and be like, yeah, whatever, girl. So that like, was an interesting chapter. It just talks about maybe you can... And I, right, Cindy Brown, did not realize that it was like there were, was communication issues in other people's lives. I am such an over-talker that... We both are now... Yeah, yeah, now Chris is sometimes too. We, sometimes we tend to over-talk things. I never thought yeah. about the way that you were brought up. It Keep not it being something that you're taught. Because, like, if we, we're going to go into, like, a communication series. And yeah, I really am glad next. we did this first. Because oh, it helps yeah. me truly just, be aware. Because I'm just like, why shed, are people talking? Why aren't you talking? Like, I think there's probably a lot of couples that don't really communicate very well. So, there's... Maybe this will help you guys to, you know, get that quality conversation in. Now, he does kind of, he ends this kind of chapter on activities. Wait a minute. I want to talk about, so, there's, oh. there's, yeah, there's another one before the activities. Oh, okay. I like the, I like okay. the activities. You point, You're right. Okay. Yeah. The other point was um, the two personality types, Dead Sea yeah, see, versus I, see, I Babbling like Brook. The oh, only like reason it. I liked that is because I thought of our two sons. Uh, we yeah, kind of have I would, one of each. I wouldn't call our youngest son a dead sea. I wouldn't say that. Oh, all. I wouldn't either because he will have conversations yeah, with who he deems worthy. Yeah, I think now he does, like Cindy, what Cindy's alluding to is he has this personality trait and he either calls someone the dead sea to where they don't want to talk or they have a babbling brook where they overtalk. 
And Brandon doesn't overtalk. Yeah, he's just he a over, great yeah, communicator. Yeah, he's a great communicator. So, like, there's, I, you know, I didn't necessarily relate to that. I think probably most people kind of fall somewhere. Now, you may weigh heavily towards one, one side or the, or the other. other. Yeah, but it's, there, there is a middle. Yeah, there's definitely a middle. And so, the middle is still closer to one or the other. Yeah, let's say you're going you're gonna to weigh more towards one or the other. Yeah, so I'm not so, saying that my, my yeah. one son doesn't communicate. I'm just saying one communicates a lot Way, more yes, than the other. Much that was all I'm saying. So yeah. I'm seeing that. And my daughter. like our daughter's kind of. in the Closer into the middle of it. Yeah. And I think that's where, like, I guess, because I'm thinking of them with their, with their intention on dating someone is what I'm thinking. I think that my daughter yeah. would be more of a, more, more talkative. As she starts dating, but she's still a little bit more of a listener. I think there's still, I think sometimes in that, he calls it the Dead Sea where you don't, where, you know, you're just not a real talker. But you're a great listener. I think sometimes that personality trait is guarded. Like, you're just very guarded before you just start having, you know, like, you know, this over-communication with someone. I think especially in the world we live in, everyone is guarded. I think Chris was more of a dead sea when we dated, so, and I was more of a babbling brook. I don't think we were the we, far right and far, far left, left of that. No, but, but those we where we were. That, he yeah. listened to me, and I talked a lot. But I would ask him stuff, too. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, there was a... But the conversations were always there because we, of that. I think we've... Oh, see, look, that's good. So... I think in a relationship, you need, as we build, okay, the whole purpose of this podcast is to build better marriages, to right. build build each other up. Well, don't you think, no matter what side of the scale you think you're on, right, you need to try to get to the middle. Yeah. You and your husband, yes. you, you know, your relationship needs, yes. you need to try to get him to the middle, try to get her to the middle, to where yes, you're, you're both listening and you're both talking. and listening. Yes. All the time. But we're That's this good. is quality that was time, yeah, that quality was time, and so it, we, we're going back to quality time because you were talking about activities now. So yeah. we're reverting back to actually time spent together, mm-hmm. um, and you can talk about those activities that I gave because I loved them. Are you talking about? Well, the I verbiage was the three things. That's what you're going to really talk about. Well, like before that, I thought it was a good question. I think if you're listening to this, if you're driving in the car or whatever the case, look at your loved one, right? Look them in the eyes and literally ask them, "Hey, I feel the most loved when you do this." I yeah. think that was actually one of our deeper questions on the last podcast. Yeah, I, I feel the most love when my when husband or my wife does, does what? this. Yeah. And that's a question that I actually wrote down because I thought, you know, you all could ask each other after this. It's um, a pretty, I mean, you have, I mean, come on. Like there's a, you know, you have to literally sit there and you know, I, at least I did because we, we, there's so much. There's so many things I take for granted yes, that I don't I think about. The same thing and then yet if like, they went away, I would know something was wrong. <laughs> Um, but the, the other thing that I like that you yep. that I do want to bring up was the activity where three things that have happened to you today, each night you should ask your spouse, especially yeah. if you are are not together like Chris and I are all Yeah, the I'll time. put a note in there. We don't do that. No, we don't. A lot of times we know, but I was thinking about we'll talk, yesterday. We'll yesterday we were together later. all day long, open communication, like all day long yesterday, except for like two hours while I was getting ready to go out. Um, and then we the talked in the yeah. on the car and stuff on the drives. But now you could have came outside and blow blow dried your hair while I was washing the car. I could have done that and electrocuted <laughs> myself. Um but the three things that happened, I think yeah. that on days when we're not together throughout the, like on my long days, 
I think, yeah, I think that if I were to come home and you were to say, okay, babe, let, tell me three things that happened to you today that stood out the most. I think that would just mean you care. Like I wasn't just working all day long and, you know, we were separated from each other. It means that you miss me and you really care about what my day was like. Agreed. hundred percent with that. That, you know, obviously that goes both ways, right? Correct. Yes. So the husband gets home or whatever the case, like why not give him your undivided attention and be like, hey, you know, give, give me top three things that happened today and detail them out for me. And he says you like, express yeah, love. Yeah, tell me. Yeah. A way to express love is by being together. And I had never thought about that. Yeah, like, I had never thought about yeah. me going to Lowe's with Chris a little bit later today. And I'm not meaning to plug that one. I mean, whatever right. it is, okay? Right, yeah. Where, just, wherever you want to go. actually asked right. me, wherever you want to go. That that was could me be the expressing... Home that was me expressing that, how I you, love him yeah, by saying it, yes. I want to be with you Yeah, is what it is. It's that togetherness. You know, and I, I underline this guy. I thought that was pretty cool. He's like, look, that is love when you want to be together. And for some people, that is love's loudest voice. I want to be with I you. I thought that was cool, dude. Like love so has, does, come on, does love not have a voice? Like, that's like if Chris Dude, is like, I'm like, I've got to go, I've got to go out, I've got to go shopping for a dress for, you know, a gala we're going to or blah, blah, blah. And he's like, not needing anything now. Yeah, that's hard for me. Yeah, it is because he'll just, but if he was like, you know what, <laughs> I'll go with you. I would like to go with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that would be. It always it always makes me smile, like going back to the very first year, then we'll kind of close it out here, guys, after we get into our questions. But it always makes me smile whenever, because I don't really mind going shopping with you, just for you. I really don't. Like, I enjoy that. Now, I, there's some selfishness there at times. Where I'm like, ooh, girl, I'm going to go to the men's section. I'll be back in 30 minutes, and we'll meet up. I mean, that's the truth. But I still love going shopping with you, but it makes me smile whenever I'm in the mall or wherever. It don't really matter. And I see other men with their wives. Yeah. Like, and you know, there there is a part, come on, there is a part that you probably really don't want to be there. That's true, right? But you're there for her. Like, you're there watching her go through the clothes, or you're there watching her. It just makes me smile. Because that's, I think that's just the way it should my, be. My favorite quote that but I never versa. even thought about was just as how we eat is essential to our physical health. Like, it's so important. We know this. We know when we go through fast food, it is literally killing us. Right. You know, when we're eating healthy and doing those things, how important it is to be able to live a long, healthy life. Well, he alluded making time for activities together is just as essential for the word marriage. Agreed. Not, you know, it's yeah, just like I, as essential. Like, I have a big... Big yes there. And we'll and we'll close it out right here, guys. And hopefully you took something away, then we'll get in our questions. But he does, he ends this chapter, which like I said, it's a very easy read. So read this together, guys. It will help your marriage. He's like, look, like Cindy kind of alluded to with meals as to your health. Like he asked the question, is it difficult? Is it difficult? Is it difficult sometimes to have quality conversation? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Like that's not something you'd be like, oh yeah, we'll just make time for that. Well, it is difficult, but you, he, he even says here, he's like, look, does it mean some things won't, does it, if I can speak correctly, does it mean we do some things we don't particularly enjoy? Of course. Yes. Certainly. Is it worth it? Yes. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So 
that's um, it was a good chapter. You agree? I think yeah. it was a good oh, chapter. It was, it was, yeah. I had some revelations yeah. in that. We continue. I, told you, I really didn't think yeah. I was a quality time person, but I realized through that that there is a part of quality time, like quality conversation, that has always gotten me. Agree. Yeah. I think that's. What I, they, I think. It, I'm thinking. All five love languages are probably going to be me at some point. I know. And you know what's funny is Chris is a quality time person. But I think one of the things that drew him to me is the fact that I am such a quality conversation person. And that fills in the realm of quality time, which always made him feel loved. Uh, uh, That's very important. I agree with that. Okay. So questions. So guys, hopefully you enjoyed that. Check us out at ftpulife.com. And the icebreaker. And we love you guys. Just by would, would you ever switch to being vegetarian or vegan? I would never do that. No. <laughs> like never. I enjoy, for you meat lovers out there, I enjoy fillets. I'm a fillet guy, so I'm not really like a T-bone or ribeye. I'm not really. That. Some people love it. That's great. You do you. but uh, He's a lean, thick. Medium, rare. Some blood kind of rolling out the bottom fillet, like I turn into a caveman. Okay, no, no, I know you. I can't. My, I need it. I need the meat. Okay. Nothing against vegetarians, like you do. No, this was just a question. Would you ever? But I would not. I would no. And you know, I would. I'm not like an animal killer either. But if I had to do it, you know, I would do that. I would. You would kill our chickens to eat. Oh, (laughs) I love them. (laughs) I would keep them alive and keep eating the eggs. Right. Well, what if they got old enough to quit producing eggs? Yes, then we would have to. Yeah. I would tell them I'm sorry. I would cry with you as we cut their head off. But yeah, yeah. it's sad. I love my chickens. <laughs> They're sweet. Okay, so. Yes, yes. Next question. Which year of your life, as you're making noises in the microphone, which year of your life so far has been your favorite oh, Lord. and why? No idea, honey. Like, I, I, how about this? What's been the worst year? I don't even know if I've had a worst, like a, just a bad year. I don't know. Like, I don't I have, I don't worst. have any. I said the best year. What's I'm saying? They're all. It's this year. Probably. Because you had a big birthday party. You had a big surprise know, that birthday. That was super sweet. For all you, for all you that came, I love you with all my soul. And for those Stop that didn't. Stop telling people eh, you love them. Eh, like, I'm just wow. Kidding. The, well, no, you got to spread love in this world, girl. The, I will tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, probably one of the better days of my life is when I left, uh, last day in corporate America, when I packed up all my stuff and left. Oh, that's awesome. That was a freeing, there was like this best. freedom moment. So that was the best year of your life. For a year, yeah. That day from the first from year. That, yeah, whatever year that was, I don't even remember. Okay, so best year of my life. Um, You can tell people you love them too, maybe it's okay. No, you you're good. <laughs> I'll let you do that. You've said it like four times this twice. episode. Um twice. best year of my life. Probably the year that we oh, is it people are gonna think this is nuts. Probably the year of twenty twenty. Best year. Okay. Be- I know it's crazy because so I'm listening. Okay. Well, here's why. I'm hearing you. So that was the year our son was leaving to go into the military. And they shut everything down. So we were together doing games, playing. You know, we were with our youngest son. With our youngest son, yes. And I appreciate that just so much. And our kids went to a two day a week Montessori. So it wasn't like they were devastated about it, they actually enjoyed it. Um, 
we we interesting yeah we were able to um get a lot of projects done that we had been trying to do that we didn't have time to do and we were still able to make um you know make some money and pay some things okay. off yeah that's very um, that's very interesting i would agree with that so it was an amazing there was no obligations. There was no calendar. There was no, it was just quality time. Yeah, that was the ultimate quality time yeah. for sure. Yeah. And we utilized it very well. Indeed. We remodeled. We worked out. We played games. So that was my favorite year, and that's probably very crazy. Last question. Okay. What does your partner do that you find irresistible? Uh, you mean say that on the air? Yeah. On the live. Yeah, but I don't know where you're going. Uh, well, that's, that's why I'm asking. So, what do I? What do you do that I find irresistible? Yeah. Uh, I think. I was being honest. <laughs> I think there is a there is a confidence with you, um, when you have no clothes on. Oh my gosh. There's a confidence and there's an air, and it is almost it's completely irresistible. <laughs> I'm just saying. See, look, I said that very properly, right? Yeah. So yeah. something my husband irresistible does. Irresistible girl. That so every now and then, like he will either be like mopping the gym, and he's just got like this great rear end, and so like you're just seeing him like do something most men would probably not do, and he is doing it well and looks super hot. Or he doesn't, like, have his shirt on, and he's, like, messing with the chicken coop, and he's just working, and nobody's around, and or he's doing so. I would just look at him sometimes, and I just find it absolutely irresistible. Okay, that's super sweet. Oh, oh I love you, baby. See, look, I love you. <laughs> About that, we love other people. Finally, yes, He's loving the me instead of all y'all. Right? Not that you know. Yeah. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, this has hopefully this shed a little bit of quality on your love language and your love language. So, thanks for joining us, guys. Until next time, check us out ftuplife.com.